Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at BrotoFantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up-to-the-minute TD updates on game day and up-to-the-minute start sit decisions. And, of course, YouTube.com slash BrotoFantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. I'm out here in my floral shirt feeling all Floridian-ish. I got an uh, orange shirt on, striped. Floridian? Yeah, because we're going to Jacksonville, Florida, ah. for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, so let's start with the Jacksonville coaching outlook or the offensive outlook where we take a look at the coaches and how that's going to affect the offense. Their head coach, Doug Marone, classic, like, hey, uh, young chap, let's smoke some cigars and chew some tobacco uh, type of guy. Um, offensive coordinator is John DeFilippo, who got fired by the offensive by the Vikings last year because Mike Zimmer thought his offense was a little too pass heavy. The Vikings went on an absolute tear when he left, although they played really shitty competition. Uh, questionable hire, especially with the personnel that he has, but hmm, who knows? John DeFilippo on the way over to Jacksonville. So with John DeFilippo's um, offense in quotations let's see how everything's gonna do we'll start with the quarterback position the man himself the philly net legend nick Foles. we know he could do it in the postseason but can he do it in the regular season um for me unless you have a super flex or two qbs you're not drafting him you're not even thinking about it um but if you have belief in him and his weapons you know he throws a catchable deep ball there's no way he's a qb one this year yeah i don't think there's any way yeah no certainly not i think he's a low end uh qb2 low end so let's stress low end so let's go to those running backs then because that's where you're going to find the fantasy value on this team. Leonard Fournette, injury problems again last season. 3.7 yards per carry in his career. Guys, is this his last chance? Leonard Fournette is a conundrum, man. It's all paradoxes inside of him. He's always injured, but his ADP is moving down to show that, unlike Dalvin Cook. He always sees volume, but he's inefficient. He gets a lot of looks, but it's in a boring Jags offense. There's always things counteracting each other when it comes to Leonard Fournette. Uh, there were rumors that were going to pass last season, but he was a first-round pick not too long ago. So I don't think... I mean, maybe this will be his last chance. I don't know. But he needs to stay healthy first. How low in drafts before he presents a good value? I mean, word is he's already hurt in camp, too. So, I mean... As of this taping. As of this taping, yeah. Early on in camp. But that's that's not a good sign. This guy's already... Going through injuries, and he's supposed to be a workhorse back, and this happens to him every single year. He had six touchdowns in eight games last year. 
He was on pace. No, not even. Yeah, he was on pace for 44 catches. More than what we'd ever seen from him. So there is upside here. If you if you remember last year, he was being drafted with Dalvin Cook at the turn. This first and second round turn. Yeah, if you take Leonard Fournette in the third round, you better be drafting Raquel Armstead, Armstead in like the 11th. Yo, don't don't be uh, giving away my guy for later in the show. Um, Let's talk about... We're talking about running backs. That's bro. true. I uh, liked Fournette as a third round pick a little earlier in the offseason. I feel like he's a better fourth round pick now. Yeah, but we were doing a mock draft. Back and in third round is okay. Check out the podcast, uh, the previous episodes to check out that mock draft. And Jason at one point went, is Leonard Fournette still here? And my eyes went, what? Jason, huh? We don't hate players. We hate ADP. Uh, Alfred Blue was a serviceable number two for the past few years, but unlikely to have any he type of... Um, any they type have of Alfred Blue, anything. Thomas Rawls, and Benny Cunningham. Benny Cunningham showed some pass catching That's ability nice in the past. TJ Yeldon was kind of usable in that pass catching. Right? Corey Grant was their best though. running back last year. He's not even on the team I anymore. mean, Corey Grant's on the, on the Packers. They drafted Ray Carl Armstead in the fifth round. Sixth round. Fast. Fifth. Out of Texas A&M. Fifth. Fifth round, second pick. Hmm. He's fast. He's a brute back. He doesn't catch passes, which obviously not good. Breaks a lot of tackles. But breaks a lot of tackles. Scouts yeah. love him as well. Scouts say he can be a starter in the NFL. But he was also a very good pass protector in college. Hey, scout. There you you go. think you're going to call people scout when you're an old pass man? Protection, definitely no. Pass protection is big <laughs> for rookie running backs. Let's go to the outside and the wide receivers. D.D. Westbrook led the team in catches last year. King D.D.D. He led in catches. He led in yards. He led in TDs. He was the king. DDD. Um, he lined up in the <laughs> slot seventy-seven percent of the time in an eight-game sample size. In that same eight-game sample size, which is Matt Harmon's reception perception, he faced a contested catch rate of twenty-seven percent of his targets. That's super high. Um, so he's not getting much separation, but he converted seventy percent of those of those catches. So not too bad. Finished as a wide receiver three in a terrible offense. What do you CC for DD? DD put up 705 last season, kind of separating himself from the pack of uh, Jacksonville receivers. And it was because he was in the slot. The slot position is why we liked Keelan Cole going into last season, but he just ended up losing that spot to DD Westbrook, which is he ended up basically being what we expected Keelan Cole to be. Eight games last season, exactly half. He scored double-digit points. So he wasn't super consistent, but he was consistent enough to end as an overall wide receiver three. He has Nick Foles now, obviously an upgrade from Blake Bortles. He's uh, 26, I believe, 25, 26, another year older, another year more seasoned year. I mean, going into his, going into his third season, I like Didi a lot at his ADP. He's going outside the top 36, I think around wide receiver 40 right now. Ninth round. If you get Didi Westbrook in the ninth, tenth round... Perfectly fine with that. Jason? Blake Bortles was 30th in true throw value last year. Nick Foles was 27th. So it's not that much of an upgrade. If you're going to take a shot on a guy, it's D.D. Westbrook. It is an upgrade, though. I'm not giving up on Keelan Cole just yet. I'm not going to draft him. I'll put him on the watch list, though. I think he's a talented player, and he just needs to be given the opportunity. If he becomes the number one on the outside there, Nick Foles. Give it up. That becomes his deep target. Give it up. Yo, fun fact. Two years ago, do you know who led the league in yards per reception? Keelan Cole did. So you know who I'm not giving up on, there. guys? It's Marquise Lee. That's a guy who I was going to ask you about. about. He's Le- free in drafts. Missed last season with a Tory CL. That's why. Free in drafts. In 2017, in 13 games, he had 700, recept- 700 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Basically, D.D. Westbrook last year in three less games. He was a wide receiver th- three flex play consistently during that time. In 26, At the end of 2016, he was basically the same. Now he's healthy. If he could build a nice rapport with uh, Nick Foles and he... Ends up being the Jacksonville wide receiver one again. Didi is obviously the guy you should take first. 
But Marquis Lee in like a twentieth round when he's not even like he's just being completely overlooked by everyone the right issue now. With Lee is he still might not be healthy for week yeah. one. This it's true. But if it's so a I mean, deep league, I don't draft him in like if you have a sixteen team. If it's like a sixteen uh, roster, like the bench of only four. But if it's like twenty rounds, last pick, I'm perfectly okay with drafting Marquis Lee. I'm and I'm keeping an eye on him going into the season. I can see the Jaguars being one of those teams that has a player that no one is talking about that ends up being good. And two of those players that jump off the screen, Terrell Pryor and DJ Chark. DJ uh, Chark. Yeah, both of those wide receivers. Uh, do you guys think that they have a chance to – Terrell Pryor less than DJ Chark. Let's talk about DJ Chark more. Going into his second season out of LSU, which is receiver U, uh, 6'4", super athletic. Um, do you fast. Think, fast. Uh, yeah, do you think DJ Chark does anything this year? He's my uh, he could be like the Alshon Jeffrey for Nick Foles. He's my injury away. Hmm. If Lee or Westbrook go down and Chark needs to step up, he could have an impact. I don't think he's. It doesn't look like he's going to be impactful to start. He's still young. He's still raw. But if he's given a shot and Nick Foles builds a rapport with him, like you said, like with Alshon Jeffrey type rapport, could end up being a a decent flex play. I'm not putting my marbles in a Jaguars and Nick Foles basket. Facts. For someone who so that's why he's my injury away. Third on a depth. I'm chart. not drafting DJ Charles. So you saw Foles loved using Zach Ertz. So let's go over to the tight ends. Um, Jeff Swaim uh, added in the off season. James O'Shawn Hennessy. Come on, oh, come on, O'Shawn Michael. That's your Hennessey. thing. James O'Shaughnessy or O'Shawn Hennessy. Uh, shout out to Keen Peel. Um, those are the two guys that where their names are out there. But I don't see either of them. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Jeff Swaim. Maybe I don't know. So. We were in the Scott Fishbowl, right? You guys know that by now. Jeff Swain became one of those guys that you got in like the 19th round, and people were like, "Good pick with Swain there, man." And it just <laughs> <laughs> just gets me so. I bad. like the asshole voice. For you're the, really gonna trust Jeff Swain, a Jacksonville tight end on a run first team. I mean, Nick with Foles threw to Zach Ertz a lot. Average at best quarterback. Don't be that guy. Because he was their because he was their wide receiver one. You don't get a Zach Ertz on every team. That's facts. Um, one thing you do get on every team is injuries. So who is your one injury away player, Michael? You already gave your away, away so DJ Chark. Yours. Yeah, yeah, six three, super fast. Pizza party. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, who's your, who's your Let, one no injury? One. No one? No. Come on. He went Houston Texans on me. If Come it's Rykel Armstead, then it's no one. Like Michael said Armstead, so it's no one. I said Chark. But Armstead, I said, oh, I oh, said Armstead. Armstead is the obvious choice. I think yeah. it's Rykel Armstead because he fits into what Leonard Fournette does the best. I'm going to Keelan Cole. All not, right. Not giving up hope, Justin. Jason, where can they find you to yell at you about your about your crappy takes on Keelan Cole? Jason Petrop. Michael? Mike underscore Patrop. You can find me on all social media outlets at Tim Patrop, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Check us out, brotofantasy.com, youtube.com slash veteran. Brotofantasy. Slash brotofantasy. Hey, go fuck yourself, uh, com everywhere, patreon.com slash brotofantasy. We will see you tomorrow with the Titans. Titan, hashtag Yuck. Greek up. I went Greek on everyone there. <laughs> see ya. Later.